Three, two, one. Reading. Okay. You could read the Goblet of Fire. You can read the Goblet of Fire, (laughs) but that's not what we're here to talk about today. No, it's not. And I'm excited. Hi there. Welcome to Cream and Sugar. You know, I heard today that a local wizard got fired from his job. Oh, no. The worst part, they had to let his staff go. (laughs) (laughs) Can a wizard staff file for unemployment? Uh, You know, I think a wizard staff can do whatever they want. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) I like that one. I'm going to go use that at work and my coworkers are going to hate me. This episode comes out March 27th. Um, we are, will have just passed uh, Tolkien Day, which was mm-hmm. March 25th. So um, with the Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit being absolutely one of my favorite fantasy novels, um, honestly, it got me into the entire genre. Um, I, I had to do it. We had We had to. It mm-hmm. was not an option. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but before we get too far into that, uh, how you brewing? So, so, so you remember how a few months ago we took quizzes to see how our new year would be. Yes. And mine said chaotic. Yes. It was not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chaos just exists. Um, We recorded a little over a month ago on a Saturday morning. And then immediately after that, I spent three weekends traveling in a row. Mm -hmm. So it was the first weekend down to see you for a party, which was really fun. Uh And then back up here, back to work all week. Then up to Philadelphia to visit family, which was a nine hour drive up on Friday because I took off work, spent all day Saturday and then a 10 hour drive back on Sunday and then straight back to work on Monday. That's a lot of driving. Mm hmm. But it's the furthest furthest I've ever drove. Dr- I've had one sip of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> it is the furthest I've ever driven. So I was very proud of that. It was I'm, actually kind of fun. I'm proud of you. Considering last time I totaled a car. So. Oh. <laughs> um, and then the weekend after that, I came down to see you again. Yeah. And it was another fun weekend. Yes, it I'll was. I'll let you talk about the weekend because it's your stuff, but yes. there's a lot of traveling. So now I am settling back down again. Yes. I, I think I've also gotten back into a routine after the high of two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. I did also, uh, while we were driving up to Philly, try Coca-Cola to see if I could have caffeine because, you uh-huh. know, I was tired and it was a long drive. Sure. Uh, the answer is no. It still makes me very anxious. Oh. <laughs> so when we record our second episode for today, we drink a highly caffeinated drink. We're going to see how this goes. I recommend some meditation, some breathing Mm -hmm. exercises, and not doing anything else for the rest of the day. I will just um, distract myself with Mm D&D, and my character will just break a lot of things, and it'll be fine. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. So back to two weekends ago, um, Mm -hmm. without anything else happening, it was my birthday. Yay! Yay! I am now a quarter of a century years old. Yay! I've I've gone around the sun twenty five whole times. That's a lot. I'm very fast. <laughs> <laughs> You're making good time. Thank you, thank you. I I've uh, tried to keep up the pace. Mm-hmm. But um, Allie had planned on coming up anyway, so she came up on Friday, and we made dinner we had steak and potatoes it was so good potatoes potatoes <laughs> we'll save that for hobbit day oh okay mm-hmm. and then uh the next day we went out to brunch with our friend gage who we've mentioned on the podcast before he's been on it mm-hmm. and we went to another broken egg for brunch i don't think i've ever had a lobster omelet before but it was the best omelet i've ever had so good. And crab cakes Benedict. Oh, I've had good crab cakes Benedict, but that lobster shot me through the moon. I was ecstatic. <laughs> so good. 
<laughs> Could have just stopped there for the day and been good. Honestly, you're not wrong. I would have been fine. <laughs> After that, we I, I got a commemorative mug because it's a very specific mug that I very much enjoy. So I got that mug. And then we walked downtown um, and we went to a crystal shop and I got some more crystals. And then... Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went down towards the battery uh, mm-hmm. and we were walking around the water and headed towards the park. And then um, Mike proposed. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> and she said no. Yep. That, I, I wasn't ready. <laughs> no, I said yes. <laughs> um, I have a very beautiful ring and mm-hmm. Mike, are in, Mike and I are engaged and I'm very excited. Yeah. I am now a fiance. Mm-hmm. And you have a fiance. <laughs> Bring the beat in. Anything for you, fiance. <laughs> what? What? Toulouse is also very excited. Yes, Toulouse is thrilled. Mm-hmm. He gets permanent dad. Yes. <laughs> so then we went home and celebrated all night. Yeah, and then we celebrated with friends and family. You know, fr- family being my friends that I consider family. Mm-hmm. And we had a great night just enjoying the rest of my birthday and birthday party turned into engagement party. And constantly looking at Julia and going, hey, you're a fiance. And then <laughs> casually crying every now and then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it Happy was cry. Um, oh, yes. It was a lot of emotions. Mm-hmm. At first, I didn't cry. And then we started walking away and it just hit me. All of a sudden, I was sobbing. It was real ugly. <laughs> Thank goodness Allie was prepared with the happy tears. Mm-hmm. Or uh, wait, hold on. The uh, happy tears tissues. I missed a yep. keyword. <laughs> I brought tissues. Gage and I were the photographers and videographers. We got everything recorded for life. Everything went very smoothly. I am so happy. It went so well. Mm-hmm. And side note, I knew it was coming. I was very mm-hmm. anxious and Allie was there the whole time helping me calm down because I was stupid. <laughs> we were doing breathing exercises. <laughs> Whatever you got to do, you know? Yeah, that morning we were uh, getting ready and putting on makeup and you were like, I'm just anxious. And I was like, well, we could talk about it if you want. I was thinking like, we could just talk about it if you want to, but you didn't seem to want to. So I was like, okay, we'll just go with it then. See, the thing was, is I knew Mike had put Allie in a position where he said, hey, I'm going to propose tomorrow. And mm-hmm. Allie knew exactly what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to ruin the idea that it was a surprise, which I mean, one of the first things he said as soon as he was down on his knee was, did you know? <laughs> <laughs> I said, yeah. <clears throat> yep. So, well, I ruined the surprise. It's fine. You didn't ruin the surprise. You just know each other so well, it's very difficult to surprise each other. That's true. We have known each other for almost six years. Yeah. I knew I knew Mike three years before we started dating. Mm-hmm. So, and then we dated for another two and a half. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's been almost six years that we've known each other. And mm-hmm. I, I know exactly what he means when he just looks at me weird. So. <laughs> no, that's fair. When you do the eyebrows across the room. Yeah. But every eyebrow has a different meaning. He and I can absolutely have an entire conversation from across the hall. But you and I can also do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it's because you're my wife. My wife. I told you already, but I told my coworkers uh, that I was going to Charleston that weekend to watch my wife get engaged. <laughs> they were very confused. <laughs> Every time I casually mention my wife to my mom, she says, why do you keep saying that? I said, because she's my wife. What do you mean? <laughs> so anyways, I'm brewing. Fantastic. We are two weeks engaged and I'm just living on that high. Mm-hmm. It's also Lent. And I gave up alcohol for Lent at home. Oh. Alcohol at home. <laughs> okay. So like if we um, go out, we can drink. Um, are, eh? Yes, I'm cheating today. Okay. <laughs> yes. This is not just juice. This is juice plus champagne. <laughs> yes. Okay. This is actually engagement champagne that I haven't been able to drink because it was birthday, Ash Wednesday, no more alcohol. Oh. Yeah. 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 Well. That's Okay. <laughs> so I have a quick fire question for you. Uh-huh. Have you seen all of the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings movies? I have seen all of the normal length Hobbit and Lord of the Ring movies. Okay. 
I have not made the twelve hour commitment or whatever it is for the the full Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, but it's other about than 12 that. Hours. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I definitely like the extended editions more. There was mm-hmm. more lore that I missed, and I mm-hmm. it made me really excited to watch it again. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially Fellowship. It's really good. Yeah, Fellowship. I really like the other two. Just make me want to go play D anD. d That's fair. I mean, the other two towers is kind of just like, all right, these two are uh, trekking, and uh, these guys are um, just trying to track down orcs, and that's like <laughs> the entire movie. It's walking and walking and walking and walking and walking and walking and land in the lake, <laughs> land in the swamp. Mm-hmm. Which might I think that's the third one, but that doesn't matter. Um, they get to the swamp in the second one, I think. It's okay. actually a bog. Land in the shallow water full of body spirit things. They call it a marsh. And I, I guess it technically counts as a marsh, but I think it's more of a bog. Ah. Without getting too technical. Does it have chicken in it? No. Make it a chicken bog? I don't get it. You haven't had chicken bog, have you? Mm-mm. What's oh. a chicken bog? It's a classic southern dish that apparently Virginia and Louisiana just don't have. But South Carolina <laughs> does. And I think West Virginia does. But it's basically uh, really good buttery rice with andouille sausage and chicken cut up into it. That's so weird that I haven't had that. I know. It's so good. It sounds like a Cajun dish. I'm very confused. We'll get it. Okay. One day. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, it's a dish and I was making a chicken bog joke. <laughs> That's funny. I'm sorry. I just... Thank you. It's okay. <laughs> I've eaten my entire charcuterie tray. Nice. Oh, actually, if we ever go back to Night of a Thousand Candles, they have chicken bog there and it's real good. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. We should go this winter. We should. So I have absolutely seen <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> all of the extended Lord of the Rings. I don't think we could find extended Hobbit. Is there extended Hobbit? I don't think so. I don't think so. I, I think it's just regular movies. Yeah, it wasn't the same kind of production. Right. So I've definitely seen all of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. Uh, extended Lord of the Rings and it really mm. it really adds some depth to the entire storyline but we're not exactly here to discuss that um, okay how about we actually get into the more foodish aspect of it yeah I am down for that good <laughs> <laughs> but for uh, those listeners that are not quite as nerdy as us um, I can give you a quick little synopsis of the the plot of well i'll give you what a hobbit is because i think it's very relatable i think you'll see you'll see (laughs) so to put it simply hobbits live quiet simple lives they value food drink and fresh tilled earth among all things that Mm. is their most important is those few things Mm. uh all hobbits share the love of things that grow they love to Mm. garden They're kind and simple folk, not often smart, but Mm -hmm. they have the greatest sense of hospitality. So if you were to walk into a hobbit's home, they'd probably try to feed and give you tea and try to figure out why you're there, but they'll they'll welcome you in. Mm -hmm. Um, But before I go into hours and hours of these movies, um, let's just jump into the food and warm yummy drinks. All right. (laughs) So we will do the part that is most relatable first, which is food. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find like a specific coffee drink for uh, like Lord of the Rings. I'm sure you could find like a themed drink, but it's not going to have any of that history and background that we like to do. Mm-hmm. So I decided to just go over the food and drinks that they actually have in the films and books. Ah, cool. yeah. So we're going to start with the food. And most of this portion is going to come from Websterant Store Blog. Thank you, okay. Websterant Store Blog. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, and as most people know, hobbits eat seven times a day. Mm-hmm. I can completely understand that. <laughs> My coworker once asked me why I'm eating all the time, and I said, why aren't you eating all the time? I think that's a very fair question. Uh-huh. He also called me a bird because I like to eat sunflower seeds. <laughs> but they're salty (laughs) well if you're a bird i'm a bird (laughs) we bird birds so 
Uh, your first Hobbit meal of the day will be breakfast. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to start somewhere between like 7.30, 8 o'clock. Um, okay. The timelines for these vary by who says what. Um, I'm sure each individual Hobbit has their own eating schedule, but our Hobbit's going to wake up at like 7 o'clock and he's going to eat breakfast at 8. Okay. What's our Hobbit's name? Um, oh, I don't know. It has to be whimsical. What do you want to name him? Steve. All right. Steve the Hobbit. No, it's Stev because that makes it more whimsical. You're right. But it's spelled just like Steve. (laughs) I absolutely love that. Mm -hmm. All right. So Stev is going to wake up at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock and he's going to eat his breakfast. Um, He is going to start off the day with a hearty breakfast designed to hold a hungry Hobbit over until his next meal. Mm -hmm. Uh, You would serve the selection... Uh, with filling carbs, meats, jams, coffees, or teas. Uh, They have suggested mini quiche with cheese, bacon, or vegetables, honey Mm. nut cake, and marmalade, Mm. hobbit hash, which would include potatoes, leeks, spinach, and cheese, Mm. ham omelet with curry spices, onions, and tomatoes, or biscuits topped with black pudding, eggs, and smothered gravy. What is black pudding? That is a great question. Let's find out. Black pudding is a distinct regional type of blood sausage originating in, originating in Great Britain and Ireland. It's made from pork or beef blood with pork fat, beef suet, and cereal, usually oatmeal, uh, oat groats, or barley groats. Gross. Yeah. It's, um, it's blood right. sausage. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like something from a gangster movie. Like blood money. Blood, blood sausage. Money. Yeah, it's uh it's what they pay the farmers in. Blood sausage. <laughs> so now it's nine o'clock and we're gonna go to second breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> second breakfast will usually be a little bit lighter than its predecessor. Offer up pastries, fruits, toast with jams and jellies, include some savory sides to complement the sweet dishes. Mm. So we have strawberry French toast with a side of sausage. Rice pudding paired with a side of bacon, scones and clotted cream, which we've had. Yeah. Uh, well, not clotted cream. Kind of. <laughs> but scones. Uh, breakfast pie with salmon, leeks, eggs, and cream. Or uh, bread topped with butter and honey served with a side of fruit and bacon. Hmm. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Yeah. So after that, we go to the very literal elevensies. It's at 11, uh-huh. preferably. So when I heard 11sies, it made me kind of go back to my D&D mindset where okay. your time is like a little past high noon or you know, you're, you're not going by numbers. Mm-hmm. So do hobbits have a sense of time? Apparently. Uh, they know what 11 is. So Mm -hmm. I guess they know what 11 o'clock is. You know what it could be? What? It could be that you grow up in this eating schedule. So you start to tell time based on when you get hungry. Ooh, I like that. Because I do that sometimes. I'm like, (laughs) I get hungry. I'm like, why am I hungry? Oh, that's because it's 1230. Yep. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can relate to that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we have 11sies, which is more or less what we just had. Um, Mm -hmm. except it's 10, 19 in the morning. So we've, uh, (laughs) jumped it by a little bit, but we've basically eaten 11 Z's. There are seven Hobbit meals and we still managed to not be on time for (laughs) any of them. (laughs) I think that's important. Precisely in between. (laughs) Whoops. A wizard is never late. He simply arrives when he is meant to. (laughs) Gandalf the Grey. Tenzies. (laughs) Tenzies. So, Elevensies is a mid-morning tea snack time designed to hold a halfling over until lunchtime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this meal most closely resembles a continental breakfast and is mm. perfect for pairing with coffee or tea. So, we have elven lemnus bread, mm-hmm. bread pudding with cinnamon, lavender and lemon muffins, which yeah. we will get to later, mm-hmm. strawberry shortcake with cream. Caraway seed cake, which is really popular for Lord of the Rings fans, hmm. and lemon tea cake, which I feel like you would really enjoy. I'm surprised. sorry I didn't suggest it. 
No, it's all good. I like the la- the lavender lemon muffins. They're really good. Mm-hmm. So just I- ate two of them. <laughs> I have a third one on my plate that I am <laughs> trying not to eat. <laughs> mm-hmm. So after that, we have luncheon, which is going to be about one o'clock, thirteen hundred for anyone outside the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, w- um, would you like to mention that you do have the Lembus bread? I do. I do actually have some Lembus bread. I will take a picture of it. Um, mm-hmm. But Gage made it for me for my birthday. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to have some. Do it. And I, I did try it when I was down there uh, when we were doing your birthday slash engagement celebration. So it is, it's been two weeks since my birthday and there is no mold on this bread. Impressive. It's held together very nicely. And it's still delicious. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'll go back. We'll come back to that. Okay. So um, after a morning of light fare, luncheon will be served served with hearty, warm dishes designed to keep a hobbit's hunger at bay. Mm. <laughs> Depending on your performance, it will be filled perform preference wow (laughs) you'll be rewarded for your performance as a hobbit (laughs) depending on your preference uh it can be filled with meat mushrooms fish vegetables and other earthy flavors Hmm. no matter what you serve be sure to finish the meal off with a heavy multi-grain bread and a glass of wine or ale i can do that i'm convinced that hobbits are just drinking heavily after one they're just they're just eating food so that they're not totally sloshed for the rest of the day. <laughs> That's why they have to eat seven times. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Perfectly balanced as all things should be. So some of the things you can serve with luncheon are beer and onion soup, fish and mm. chips, shepherd's pie, roast mutton, and scotch eggs. I would be so down for like a beer and onion or a French onion soup right now. I could go for a French onion soup. Mm-hmm. When it's done right, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Binging with Babish has a really good episode on making scotch eggs where mm. he tried like 17 times to make a scotch egg. Ooh. <laughs> it's harder than you would think. Yeah? Yeah. I could imagine. But definitely check him out. He does a really good job explaining how he's messed up each time. Hmm. That's good to know. And it all has to do with how long to cook the egg (laughs) the stupid egg so after luncheon we have afternoon tea which is at Mm -hmm. about three o'clock or 1500 given a hobbit's love of social calls and gossip it's no surprise that afternoon tea is a meal meant for socializing with one another Mm. pair the following sweet treats with teas coffee or mead (laughs) or more alcohol yeah or more alcohol if you're feeling like it Mm -hmm. ring cookies Berry pie, one of my favorites. Uh, mm. Mixed berry cobbler, black bakewell tarts, and apple pie and cream. Mm. And then we go on to dinner. Yeah. I would be stuffed. I I don't know how you – I mean, I guess you're not eating all of this, but dang. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's also smaller portions, though. Mm-hmm. Because we cram a lot. Hobbits can eat. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'd have better energy throughout the day if I ate like that. Because mm-hmm. it Honestly. wouldn't be so much like a boost from a meal and then you have to decline several hours later until you eat again. Yeah, I would work through the three o'clock slump. Actually, eating every few hours is really good for your metabolism. Mm-hmm. There's studies about that. I'm going to change my lifestyle. Do it. Become a hobbit. It's going to be really inconvenient for everybody that wants to go out for lunch. <laughs> you just have to get an appetizer. You save money. True. Mm-hmm. All right, new plan. <laughs> Become Hobbit, only eat appetizers. <laughs> uh-huh. Only eat mozzarella sticks. <laughs> <laughs> but digress into child. Mm-hmm. All right, so after that, we have dinner, which is at about 5 o'clock or 1700. Uh, when served in the evening time, dinner is generally the largest meal of the Hobbit day. Serve plenty of meats, vegetables, and create a proper Hobbit dinner. Pair these meals uh, with filling breads, cheeses, and ales. Mm. So we have chicken pies with wine and mushrooms, spiced Mm. beef with roast vegetables, savory pudding. Nope. Savory porridge. (laughs) Mm, Pudding. (laughs) I don't know why I said pudding. (laughs) 
and pepper crusted steak with potatoes. Oh, and cheddar mm. soup. <laughs> How do you have a I... cheddar soup? Is there just cheese? Probably. Well, like a creamy cheese. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That sounds good. No broccoli, like, they make... just cheddar. <laughs> they make um, cream of cheddar or cream of cheese soup that like a lot of crock pot recipes use. So it's probably just that. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think I've ever had that. It's cheesy. <laughs> so is my humor. Yeah. Ah! Okay. Yeah. So after dinner, we have our seventh and final meal, supper, which is at mm-hmm. seven, uh, 7 o'clock or 1900. Hmm. This final ne- meal needs to be... Wow. Hold on. Hold on. Wait. <laughs> the, the mimosas are kicking in. I guess. This final meal needs to hold hobbits over until the next morning. So this this meal is important. Uh-huh. Similar to dinner, your supper should contain plenty of meats, breads, cheeses, and ale. It wouldn't be mm. a bad time to break out the charcuterie board. Hey. With this, you're going to have pork pie, mushroom soup, served with served salad. Oh. <laughs> salad served with fresh <laughs> herbs and hard-boiled eggs. Roasted chicken and rabbit stew. Hmm. So those are all the main meals of a hobbit. Just a few. Just a few. There mm-hmm. are many more. I've just narrowed down what I could find based on, hold on, <laughs> nine different tabs of oh. research. Wow. I currently okay. have about 26 tabs open to do this research. Oof. So our citations will have plenty of information. Uh Uh-huh. Lots of options. Lots of options. (laughs) So, however, I'd like to get into some of the drinks and specialty foods that I found in the books and movies. All right. So we're going to get into liquid land. Yeah. But we're going to start with the food. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So first, we're going to go through some of the foods that we had talked about, plus a few others. Mm Mm-hmm. So the first one is lemnus bread, which I'm currently nibbling on, uh, is the closest thing that we could probably, this is the closest thing that we could make is probably a type of shortbread. Um, okay. Uh, as mentioned, Gage made some for my birthday and I'll be posting pictures, so I better not mm-hmm. eat all of them. <laughs> um, this bread has magical properties made by the elves that one bite uh, of this bread will fill a grown man for the entire day. Yo, I need some of that bread though. Is it like a nutritional fill though? Um, I guess so. It's it would sustain. Okay. However, Mary and Pip- Pippin, uh, two of the hobbits, had mm. three whole pieces each. <laughs> One bite fills the stomach of a grown man for the entire day. These dudes ate four or five pieces. Throughout the entire movie, probably. Listen, if you know what you need, you get what you need. Yeah. If it happens to be like way too much food, it's totally fine. <laughs> but the recipe is really easy. Uh, one suggested recipe only includes butter, brown sugar or honey, and unbleached flour. Oh. It's kind of like hardtack, but not yeah. as hard. And it, maybe it's a little really bit sweeter. Soft and, yeah, it's, it's pretty sweet. It's soft and crumbly. Mm. Oh. It looks really good. <laughs> I remember we he had it over for your birthday and was like, yeah, everybody can try. And then we were drinking a lot and we forgot about it. And so I very drunkenly tried Lempis bread. And I was like, oh, it's like a delicious shortbread. It's really good. I'm mm-hmm. thoroughly enjoying nibbling on it. Mm-hmm. So one of the foods that we had talked about was called a Bakewell tart. And I went, what the heck is that? I've never heard of that. Mm-hmm. So it is an English confection consisting of short crust pastry shell Beneath layers of jam, frangipane? Frangipane? I have no idea. And a topping of flaked almonds. It's a variant of the Bakewell pudding, closely associated with the town of Bakewell in Derbyshire. Derbyshire? Sure. I know I know on Peaky Blinders, they call it the Derby. Oh, okay. That's all I know. Okay. Yeah, but that sounds kind of good, though. Yeah, you probably know more British pronunciation than I do. I did watch a two-year-old Irish boy talking a lot today, so. Frangipane is a velvety almond cream that is enhanced with just a hint of vanilla. 
Mm. So it's a it's a topping. It sounds good though. What's the other one that's I'm thinking of mascarpone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> nope, not that. <laughs> nope, nope. So another uh suggested food uh was cram bread. Okay. So when we eat cram bread for the first time in the series, they are in Lake Town and Dale. Okay. So this is where the dwarves go before they get to the the hall of the the mountain king basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is where they stop to try to before they get to their castle where Smaug is. Okay. Mhm. This is part of the hobbit. Mhm. It is a biscuit-like food made for the men of Lake Town and Dale, which they shared with the dwarves of the Lonely Mountain. It was very nutritious and was used for sustenance on long journeys. For example, by Bilbo Baggins and the dwarves in the later part of the quest for Erebor. However, it was not as flavorful as the elvish counterpart, Lembus. Got it. It is also said that it keeps indefinitely. That's good. This thing is never molding. It never goes bad. Mm-hmm. It can't go stale if it is stale. <laughs> <laughs> Immortal bread. So one su- one recipe suggested that it's just butter, brown sugar, honey, eggs, vanilla, flour, more flour. <laughs> <laughs> flour and also flour. Mixed nuts, cranberries, and rolled oats. But I guess that would depend on your poverty level because Dale was not very prosperous. Yeah. It sounds like a shortbread fruitcake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ones that I really wanted to make and just didn't get around to it was honey cake. Um, mm. The first time we find this is uh, given to the hobbits. I think this is also in The Hobbit uh, with okay. Bayorn, who is a part man, part bear. He transforms. They call him a skin changer. Is that the wizard in the woods? No, that's not. That's the brown wizard. Okay. Um, the brown wizard actually gets them to Bayorn. Okay. So they are falling somewhere between cupcakes and muffins. Bayorn's honey cakes are light, fluffy, and saturated with homemade honey syrup. Whether you're enjoying mm-hmm. them for Levensies or just simply as dessert, Bayorn's honey cakes are sure to satisfy. <laughs> so we will be making those soon then as well. Yes. I would love to be making honey cakes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what they'd go well with? A whole episode about bees. <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> uh-huh. We will make that happen. To be continued. Uh-huh. And then um, another very commonly eaten food throughout the movies and books is cheese. Just cheese. all kinds of cheese. <laughs> but based on their lifestyle, it would most likely be a homegrown local farmer kind of cheese. Um, so... I would say probably a soft white cheese or an aged cheddar. What you got there? I have a soft white aged cheddar. Nice. Oh. <laughs> I was eating Parmesan. <laughs> it's really good with mustard. Ooh, that does sound good. Got that gray poupon. <laughs> gray poopin. <laughs> and now for the part that we've all been very anxiously waiting for. Mm-hmm. The drinks. You know, yeah. what we do on this podcast. Yeah, well... A different kind of drink, but yeah. Yeah. So we're going to go over some of the drinks that they have, both real and not real. Cool. So the first one is real. It is ale. So Mm -hmm. first of all, I wanted to know what actually counted as ale. And here was my first result. An applicable large employer, ale, is an employer with the average of least of at least 50 <laughs> full-time employees, an applicable large employer must be a single entity or may consist of a group of related entities. So after that, I added ale drink to the search. I would like to consume an employer with an average of at least 50 full-time employees, please. I was very I'll take confused. One, one business. Thank you. Yes. Mm, satisfying. Mm, tasty. Refreshing. <laughs> is that a full hr department i taste mm. delicious a little spicy <laughs> is that some drama i like the flavor of your drama <laughs> so 
Here's the actual answer after I added the word drink to my search bar. Okay. Ale is a type of beer brewed using a warm fermentation method, resulting in a sweet, full-bodied, and fruity taste. Historically, the term referred to a drink brewed without hops. As with most beers, ale typically has a bitter bittering agent to balance the malt and act as a preservative. So it's the way to go if you don't like IPAs. Correct. Yep. So I might like an ale. I personally know that I like ales because Blue Moon is a Belgian ale. I need to try Blue Moon again. I love Blue Moon. It's been a very long time since I've tried it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to go into our first non-real drink. All right. This is called Int Drought. Um, And if you've seen the movies, um, ints are kind of like giant tree people. Except they get really offended if you call them trees because they're not trees. I had a family friend who did um, movie makeup for a living. Mm -hmm. And she and her friend went to Dragon Con one of the first years I went. And she made her friend into an ent. That's amazing. He was like, I want to say he was eight or nine feet tall. What? Mm -hmm. Like full on on stilts, full makeup, walking around, barely fit through half the doors. I caught him at a glance, but I didn't like say hi, but it looked so good. Oh, I wish we had pictures of that. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. I'll see if I can find it, but I probably won't be able to. Okay. Um, so Int Drought is an extremely invigorating drink of the Ents, brewed from the waters of the mountain springs on Methodrus. I'm sorry for pronunciation. These are things we read, so you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These springs were a source of the river Intwash, and the water has special properties. When Mary and Pippin took some water from the Intwash and bathed their feet in it, they felt refreshed and their wounds healed. Mm. Um, when Treebeard offered them some to drink, uh, they had it in a stone jar, and they had a similar effect from the wash. Um, they felt Absolutely invigorated. They felt its power coursing through their limbs and felt like their hair in, on their heads was curling and growing. Oh. The next morning, Treebeard gave the hobbits int drought from a different jar. And this one was more filling and earthier, richer taste. So invigorating that when they drank it, they actually grew taller after drinking oh. it. <laughs> All right. Their exact height is not recorded. But it is implied that they surpassed uh, any other hobbits who had been originally the tallest at four foot five. Oh. Yes. So they're basically just becoming small men. Yes. They're, they're right. entering dwarf range. Mm-hmm. One of the suggested recipes for this would be to use seedless cucumber, Granny Smith apple, fresh mint leaves, honey, and sparkling water. So I would... Assume you would puree or muddle these ingredients and then add sparkling water. Yeah. Or maybe you let it sit like a sangria. Ooh, good point. Mm-hmm. That That's probably what it is. And uh, it will not make you grow. Oh. Maybe larger. I don't know how healthy that is. <laughs> it's not alcoholic, so maybe it's actually yeah. kind of good for you. Yeah. It's good for your bones. It's good for your bones. <laughs> <laughs> so another drink we have is called... Mirivore, which is an elven drink. Mm. It is a warm, fragrant, clear cordial of the elves. It gives the drinker renewed strength and vitality. It's used by the elves at their festivals. They do not reveal how it's made, but it's thought to come from honey and undying flowers in the gardens of Yavanna. Oh. So. La-di-da. I don't know how to find these undying flowers. Yeah, But one recipe suggested to use elderflower syrup. And since this is such a high-end drink, get the good stuff. Okay. Trust me. When you get bad elderflower, it's going to taste like bad elderflower. If you get the good uh, stuff, it's going to be great. Okay. Noted. So they suggested using elderflower syrup, honey, water, lemon, orange, vanilla bean, pinch of salt, and I can't emphasize this enough because they put it in capital letters – good vodka ah the good good i don't have any reference on what good vodka is i've had bad vodka in college and that's probably the only vodka i've had <laughs> <laughs> so not that not that i guess so Grey um, goose maybe so that would be a really good alcoholic drink 
Mm-hmm. Um, another drink is called Orc Vitality Drink. Um, oh. This is actually an unnamed drink. They did bring light of this drink in the movie, though, where they directly poured it into Merry and Pippin's mouth. <laughs> oh, all right. He was like, my friend, he's sick. He needs water. And they go, oh, he needs water. And they pour this drink into his mouth. That's gross. I think they go into a lot more detail in the book about it. Uh, they said it's an unnamed liquid given by the Urukai uh, to the captive and weak Merry and Pippin. It gave them strength during their journey to Isengard. Guard, guard, guard. Guard, guard. <laughs> Described as having a burning sensation when drunk. It gave, gives Mary a hot, fierce glow inside. Uh, it also removes or dulls his bodily pain, enabling him to stand. Despite its invigorating nature, it's not very filling. Interesting. So this this got me thinking. Uh-huh. This sounds a lot like whiskey. Just straight up whiskey. It could be. <laughs> uh, specifically, maybe a grog so that it would go fa- farther. Mm, yeah. Uh, and if you haven't had grog, it's it's alcohol, typically rum, like a dark rum, mm-hmm. mixed with water. Okay. So I'm suggesting we make a whiskey grog, and that's Yay. what this is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm down to try it once. <laughs> and then lastly, we have teas. Yay! So I tried really hard to find any kind of specific tea that they'd be drinking. Okay. It doesn't ever actually mention it. Um, so since the Shire is modeled after the English countryside, I figured that some appropriate teas would be black teas, maybe specifically English breakfast, mm-hmm. um, Earl Grey, green tea, or oolong. That sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So that is actually all of the content I have, despite mm-hmm. my notes being 12 pages. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot to discuss. It's a lot of listing. Yeah. (laughs) But I do have a recipe uh, that we made today Mm -hmm. um, for the podcast, along with some little charcuterie boards and mimosas. We Mm -hmm. made honey lemon lavender muffins. So this is how mine looks. Oh, yours turned out taller. Mine fluffed up really well. I have wide boys. Mm Mm-hmm. I also had them in, I didn't use an actual muffin tin. I just used like cupcake liners so I didn't have to clean it. Oh, that's smart. Dink. Ooh. Mm. I actually like it. Mm-hmm. So I, I made a pretty big boo-boo. Mm-hmm. So I went to the store this morning at 7.30 because I completely forgot my ingredients for this recipe. Even though I suggested it. <laughs> and... Um, got my ingredients, got home, washed, washed the kitchen, cleaned all Mm -hmm. of the dishes in the kitchen, made the muffins, put the muffins in the oven. And about four minutes later, I'm cleaning up all my ingredients. And I look at the sugar, the sugar container. I go, hmm, I didn't use that. So I completely forgot the sugar that was included in this recipe. But it also had like I did a half batch, so I think mine had like a quarter cup of honey in it. Mm-hmm. So, also, mine are slightly overcooked, which they're still good. They're just dry. Mine are oily and moist and fluffy. These are excellent. I will be making these again. Mm-hmm. Part of the recipe was to grind up lavender in a mortal, mortar and pestle. Mm-hmm. And a mortal. <laughs> and a um, mortal. And I don't have one of those. So, I. <laughs> I obsessively collect rocks. By collect, I mean like I take them from Taco Bells and whatnot. So I ended up cleaning two of them really, really, really well. Like scrub, 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 and kept wiping it with a fresh paper towel until it was clean. Uh huh. And then I just ground up my lavender on that. And it actually worked really well. <laughs> so if you're ever in a pinch, just go steal some rocks and then clean them and then use them. That was really smart. I wasn't sure what I was going to use because I also don't have a mortar and pestle. But my fiance <laughs> is a, a bar enthusiast mm-hmm. and he has a muddler. Oh, so I took a cup and I muddled my lavender. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is really good. Mm-hmm. 
I think next time I'm going to use less lavender because it's kind of upsetting my stomach a little bit. It's really strong. Hmm. I taste mine's more lemon with a lavender aftertaste. I'm actually not getting a ton of lemon in mine. I used a lot of lemon juice. I found several cuts on my hands. Oh, I'm actually cut free. Good job. This is tasty. Mm -hmm. I approve. I might actually use the base recipe as like Mm -hmm. an instant muffin mix. Mm -hmm. Because this is pretty darn good. What do you put together to make an instant muffin mix? Probably just the dry ingredients. Mm. And you need to add egg and oil and whatever else you want. Lemon zest? Mm-hmm. I was worried I was going to be like biting down on flowers, but they have settled into the muffin. Because in the batter, you know, there were still some larger chunks of lavender that I couldn't mm-hmm. get to break up. So I'd be like, mm, this is good. And then like, nah, 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 leaf. Oh, I just remembered. I actually ran into a pretty fatal flaw. Oh. Um, with my ingredients. And that my baking soda was expired by a whole year. My baking soda was expired by a year and a half. That's funny. <laughs> Still used, used it, it anyway. Though. Yeah. Yep. I think it reacted with the lemon. It made it very bubbly and, and aerated in the mm-hmm. batter. Did yours do that? Mm-hmm. Did your wet ingredients look absolutely disgusting? Oh, yeah. Okay. Because it was like <laughs> a gross, muddy brown color mm-hmm. with little bits of yellow in it from the lemon zest. Yeah, mine looked disgusting. I was yeah. like, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I was really worried. I wasn't sure if the flour was going to be enough, but then it started to clump together. I was like, okay, this is working. Me too. I genuinely didn't think I had enough dry ingredients. I do that every time I bake. Mm. I always question it when I bake. I'm like, is this enough uh, dry ingredients to soak up all this wet? I think this would be better without lemon. Or not lemon, lavender, honestly. Mm. I think I'm not a huge fan of lavender flavored things. I think you're not a huge fan of flowers. That's very possible. I like chamomile. Aside from that one. (laughs) So the stuff that we used to make these muffins (laughs) included dried lavender, lemon juice, and zest of the same lemon, eggs, honey, flour, baking powder, baking soda, sugar, which I forgot, powdered sugar, (laughs) which I remembered, (laughs) salt, vanilla extract, canola, canola oil, and milk. So if you need any of those directions, they will be in the notes. Um, they are really, really good. So this recipe came to us from the Bojana Kitchen. Uh, it is a collection of beautiful food. So thank you. I, I'm hoping your name is Jenna. Thank you, Jenna. This is delicious. Mm-hmm. I will be making this regularly. Yes. It was easy to make. Um It was light, fluffy, not too filling, not too heavy, just perfectly content. Bojena is a name. Really? Just the full thing. Oh, well, thank you, Bojena. I'm so sorry. (laughs) There's also a French cafe. Oh, cool. Called the Bojena French Table in Canada. Okay. (laughs) Anyway. So I have a quiz for you. Yeah? So we're going to be playing a game of Would You Rather... Boy versus potato edition. Perfect. All right. Would you rather attend a party with Frodo or enjoy some nice boiled potatoes? <laughs> I'm going to get in on that nice boiled potato action. You don't want to go to a party with with Frodo? Frodo's not my favorite. Okay, that's fair. Oh, I clicked Frodo. No. Hold on. We're going to refresh the quiz. Okay. <laughs> it's giving percentages, which is interesting. Okay. Oh. <gasps> what just happened? No, 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 I, what? Just click the link again. No! You good? Apparently, this is just a bunch of polls. This isn't going to tell you anything. Oh. But I'll tell you where you landed. Okay. Okay. So, you were with 48% who would enjoy some potatoes. Perfect. Next, would you rather discuss history of pipeweed with Mary or chow down on some homemade mashed potatoes? Ugh. See, like, I'd spend time with Mary, but I don't know if I want to discuss the history of pipeweed with Mary. Right. Mm, I'll still go with Mary. I don't, mashed potatoes aren't, like, the highlight of potato land. Okay. Uh, You were with 27%. Wow. Yeah. People really like mashed potatoes. Apparently. I would have chosen mashed potatoes. I don't want to discuss history. 
<laughs> I don't mind. I I would just think of it as a podcast episode. So. Oh, okay. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. Would you rather have second breakfast with Pippin or eat a glorious tater stew? Uh, second breakfast. That's what I thought. Obviously. 59% agree with you. Good. Would you rather spend a morning gardening with Sam or eat some fish and chips? Uh, we're going gardening. I would too. We can get the fish and chips later. 43% agreed. What? Well, maybe people don't like dirt. Fish and chips are really popular. Yeah. I don't love them. I do. I just, I would choose gardening. <laughs> They're all right. <laughs> would you rather set off fireworks with Gandalf or eat a hearty shepherd's pie? And I think this is my first one that I'm really torn between. Can I eat the shepherd's pie and just watch the fireworks that Gandalf set off without having to be the one to set off the fireworks? For poll purposes, I'm going to say no. Ugh. One or the other. I, setting off fireworks kind of freaks me out anyway. So <laughs> I'm going to go shepherd's pie. Okay. <laughs> so no matter what, you were choosing shepherd's pie. Yeah. I have I have no real desire to be the one to set off the fireworks. That's not the fun of okay. the fireworks. Okay. In that case, yes, you can watch, also watch Gandalf's fireworks. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather go camping with Aragorn or try this potato salad? <laughs> That's like an actual potato salad. Um, I like that. That looks really good. Yeah, I'm going to go with the potato salad, honestly. I would too. Mm -hmm. You are within 21%. <laughs> That's because all the ladies wow. just want to get with Aragorn. That's fair. He's Listen, really he has a relationship. I'm not looking to mess it up. Good point. Apparently, mm -hmm. he is also 88 years old. Yeah, that's irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> he, he ended up living to 210, I think. How long have you been 88 years old? <laughs> 100 years. Would you rather relax in Revendell with Elrond or have a nice pile of potato casserole? Both of those things are intimidating to me. I would love to just chill in Rivendell with Elrond. I think that sounds like a dream come true. Wait, why is potato salad? Why is potato casserole intimidating? I just don't know what it is. <laughs> It looks like okay. if you took potato salad and then just mushed it. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go to Rivendell and I'll just try to ignore the fact that I'm overly intimidated by Elrond because I feel like okay. I'm being judged all the time. That's fair. You are with 54%. Okay. Would you rather have a sparring match with <laughs> Boromir or s savor some potato kebabs? Ooh, those mushrooms look good. We're going to eat the potato kebabs. I don't yeah, spar. That's a good point. You are with 49%. This one was almost tied. Mm. Would you rather spend the day at an archery range with Legolas or munch on some baked potatoes? Uh, I'm going to the archery range. I hate baked potatoes. I think they're so dry. And I don't like traditional baked potato toppings. Oh, not even butter? Not really. It's still too dry. It's it, okay. <laughs> It's with 73%. Okay. <laughs> How's your butter? Wait. Dry. <laughs> I don't know. Isn't that one of my problems with food? Yes. <laughs> is when everything dry. is dry. <laughs> Even butter, which is literally just an oil. It cannot be dry. And <laughs> you're calling it dry. It <laughs> works. Yeah. I didn't even realize that's what I've done just now. I'm going to bring you a bowl of melted butter and you're going to be like, oh, this is too dry. My face hurts from laughing. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, yo, have you tried that dry butter? <laughs> let's just turn this podcast into, let's call Julia out on everything that's dry. <laughs> We're going to have an episode. A special episode where we just have a whole bunch of foods. They aren't necessarily dry, but we're going to have you rank them in order from most dry <laughs> to least dry. And if there are any that you consider, there. yes, if okay. there's any that you don't consider to be dry, we're going to just pull them out immediately. Okay. <laughs> butter will be at the top of the list. The driest of the driest butter. You know what you add to rice when it's too dry? Water. Butter. 
No, you don't. Why would you have butter to rice? Because it's so... Okay, if you're in the South and you're cooking right, then you're adding butter to rice. Wow. I guess I don't cook right. I'm pretty sure adding <laughs> water to rice just makes porridge. It just makes rice. It just makes wet rice. That's how no, you not, make rice. Not uncooked rice. If you cook the rice and you're on like day two and you're reheating it and it's dry. Oh, I just add a little bit more water. You steam it. It's so flavorless. But you're not eating just rice. You heat it up. and Actually, the best is you put the butter in the pan and then you put it in and you cook it and heat it up in the pan. That's how I reheat my Miyabi. I was going to say, if I'm doing that, then I'm making it an entire stir fry and it's going to have like soy sauce and sesame oil and, you know, other flavors. Mm-hmm. Butter is not in my cooking list. <laughs> you need to add it to your cooking list. You're not true Southerner unless you're using butter in everything. I guess I'm not a Southerner. <laughs> no. Rejected. <laughs> I'm an oiler. I, I cook with oil. <laughs> oil upsets my tummy. <laughs> anyway. Would you rather explore glittering caves with Gimli or dig into a delicious roast? I feel like this one's going to hurt you a lot. Uh, oh no, I'm full on in the glittering caves with Gimli. Oh, you don't want to eat that roast? I see. I want a steak with potatoes, which is not what that is. That's what the picture uh-huh. is, but that's not what a roast is. Because okay. in a roast, the meat tends to be fattier, and that upsets my stomach. See, actually, I find roast very dry. <laughs> oh my god. Thirty-six <laughs> percent agreed with you. That's a lot of people that want that roast. I'm gonna look up the glittering caves. Is this not what I'm thinking it is? Because if it's caves and glittering, I'm there. Yeah, I mean, that's where I am. Seven, eight thousand people agreed that that roast was where it's at. No, no, no. no. Five thousand people said that they wanted to go exploring. The glittering caves look so cool. What do they look like? They look like, um, they look like the newest Minecraft update. Oh, <laughs> All yes. All the stalactites everywhere. I and like, like stairs and then there's some ledges and stuff and there's water in the bottom and waterfalls inside. Yeah, no, I'm going there. Ooh. I don't need a roast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Would you rather go hiking in the forest with Haldir? How how yeah. Or eat sweet potato salad. Yum. That looks really good. I don't want all those nuts on it though. Yeah, I'm gonna go sweet potato salad. Okay. I don't know a whole lot about this Haldir guy. I mean, I've seen him either. in the movies, but I don't remember very much about him. So, yeah. Uh, 36% agreed with you. You seem to be in the minority. Apparently. It's because I quit at this point and I go play D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather chill in Lothorian with Selborn? That might be the, the land of the undying, question mark. Uh, or dip some snacks into this potato hummus. They have potato hummus? I assume you can make it out of basically any starch. Yeah, that makes sense. Lothlorien is the fairest realm of the elves remaining in Middle-earth during the Third Age. Oh. It is ruled by Galadriel and Celeborn from the city oh. in Treehat. Yeah, I'm going there. He's the husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going okay. there. It's in trees and it's so pretty. It's gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, 57% agreed with you. As they should. They sang an ode to Gandalf at that place. Hmm. Would you rather go horseback riding with Aomer or have some potato rolls and butter? I want to go horseback riding. Wow, that's not what I expected. <laughs> nope. I can have bread any day I want. I'm going horseback riding. That's a good point. 60% agreed with you. Mm-hmm. Would you rather take a tour of Gondor with Faramir or eat some sweet potato cakes. Um, the way they cut that banana was really fancy. Oh, yeah. I didn't even look at that. Yeah, I'm going to go sweet potato cakes. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was just exploring caves and tree houses and uh, <laughs> riding a horse. So it's time for a break. It's time for luncheon. Mm-hmm. Uh, 27% agreed. Hmm. Whatever. I'll do my own thing. Would you rather... Discuss music and literature with Lindir, aka Figwit. <laughs> she, they have a name. Apparently, it's Lindir. Oh. Um, for those who don't know, um, <laughs> there's there's an elf that's really pretty, 
and they don't straight up say his name. So they named him Figwit, they being the fans, uh, which stands for Frodo is great. Who is that? (laughs) (laughs) Frodo is great. Who is that? So would you like to discuss music and literature with Lindir, a.k.a. Figwit, or snack on some french fries? I want french fries. (laughs) I do too. That's I can't ever beat french fries. 79% agreed with you. Wow. French fries are good. French fries are bomb. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. Would you rather track down hobbits with lurts, which is one of the urukai, or eat some grilled potatoes? We're going to eat some grilled potatoes. I don't want to track down hobbits. I don't either. 92%. <laughs> yeah. Well, see, okay, you could... You could develop a master plan where you're tracking down the hobbits so that you can really become friends with the hobbits. So you uh-huh. use him to find the hobbits and then you turn around and get rid of him. You know what? That's fair. As soon as you find the hobbits, you have like way more people and then you can just take them out. Yeah. But that's not what this question is asking. So no, <laughs> no. 92% agreed with you. And finally, would you rather go fishing with Gollum or have some fish and potatoes? Do I have a guarantee that Gollum isn't going to try to eat me? No. Oh. There's never that guarantee. (laughs) (laughs) At any given moment, Gollum might eat you. (laughs) I'm going to go with fish and potatoes because it just sounds less stressful. Understood. 79% agreed with you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. I like that one. Since I know all the answers, I won't be taking it. Okay. So that is all we have for our Tolkien-themed episode. Yeah! I will, if you ever need someone to watch Lord of the Rings or The Hobbit with, I am down. You just hit me up. Mm -hmm. Anytime, any day, I'm there. Mm -hmm. How much are the rights to The Hobbit movies just long enough so we can do a watch party? Or not Hobbit, Lord of the Rings. Ooh, I don't know. We could try. Thousands and thousands of dollars, I think is the answer. Oh, never mind. <laughs> a lot. We we could pretend. Yeah. We we'll um we'll dress up and we'll reenact it. Okay. So what's next? Next, we are gonna go try a new type of um drink tea question mark. Okay. We'll come back to that. I mean technically, but also not technically a tea. Okay. Called Yerba Mate. Ooh, mm-hmm. yerba mate. No, yerba mate. That's already <laughs> the title of the episode, by the way. Uh, oh, perfect. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, we'd like to thank our listeners. All of our sources will be in the episode notes. This includes our research sources, quizzes, and recipe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you want more, uh, specifically like some of the ones that I mentioned, just reach out and I will send them to you. Yeah. You can find our podcast at webrewgood.podbean.com or you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. <laughs> I love a, po- a podcast. I love podcast. Facebook is uh, included in that now. Yeah, they did it. They got with the trend. Speaking of where you can find your podcast, we appreciate everyone that's been leaving us reviews. Mm -hmm. Um, If you leave us a five-star review on Spotify, we'll be able to leave comments, which is so exciting. Uh, As soon as that happens, we'll start reading them out at the end of the episode. Mm -hmm. Uh, And speaking of Facebook, uh, you can find us on social media, uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at WeBrewGood. Yeah. Or... You could send us a message directly on any of those or email us at webrewgood at gmail.com. You know what would be really cute? Mm-hmm. If you were to get a tiny green cloak and a little <laughs> green leaf and sit your guinea pig down in the living room and just start reading the Hobbit books to them. You know what I was going to suggest? What? That you dress up your guinea pig like a <laughs> hobbit. <laughs> we're on the same page Uh there's a cute little hobbit guinea pig yeah Mm -hmm. i mean they already got some pretty big feet yeah and they're hairy pigs hobbits question mark maybe well how often do guinea pigs eat all the time 
well, then yeah, they must be. Guys, this is now a scientific podcast. We've now discovered that guinea pigs equal hobbit. <laughs> Does guinea pig equal hobbit? Question mark. <laughs> so sit your little guinea pig on the living room floor. Read it, The Hobbit. Read it, The Lord of the Rings series. Mm -hmm. Just read. Read to your guinea pig. Guinea pigs like to read, too. And then you make them watch all 12 hours of Lord of the Rings. Yep. Extended or nothing. Yep. And then all of The Hobbit. Mm -hmm. And then you create a D&D &D campaign for them where they get to be a quote-unquote halfling because Hobbit is copyrighted or trademarked <laughs> or whatever that applies to. But anyways, happy Tolkien Day. <laughs> And stay, stay beautiful. beautiful.